Hello, and welcome back to Give It a Rest, the podcast where we talk about common practices, ideas, and beliefs that need to be put to rest for the greater good. My name is Joy. I'm your host. This is episode 10. Welcome back, everyone. I hope you're having a lovely June, a great pride as well. I have been celebrating for my birthday, and the celebration begins somewhere in April, and it ends somewhere in July. But that just gives me a lot of time to be grateful for myself and my birthday and a whole nother year of living. So thank you everyone for the birthday wishes. A lot of y'all wish me a happy birthday, bought me nice things like this. This give it a rest sign. This is for my friend, Sarah. She is, she's so sweet. I love her so much and she's also brilliant, but that is what she sent me. She couldn't make it to my party, but look at this great gift. I'm so grateful. And then also one of the exercises that we will be doing today at the end of the podcast is from this book that my friend Sydney gave me for my birthday as well. And I love y'all so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And let's get right on into the episode. This week, we are talking about insecurity. We are putting insecurity to rest. And we always start with the definition here. So here we go. I asked Google. Google said, insecurity is uncertainty. Oof. Is it? I wrote down the wrong thing. Okay. (laughs) Insecurity is uncertainty or anxiety about oneself, lack of confidence. And then also when I asked ChatGPT, it was telling me that people who experience self-insecurity often have negative self-perception, focusing on their perceived flaws or weaknesses while discounting their strengths and positive qualities. And I couldn't agree more. Insecurity is not my favorite. And it really rules a lot of our lives, whether we realize it or not. Insecurity can show up um, really in all aspects of life. And some of the causes that um, insecurity can result in are anxiety, self-doubt, fear of failure, avoidance, and um, difficulty with asserting oneself. So that is insecurity. That is who she is. And now let's look at some more examples and then we'll get into story time and how we can quell insecurity and put her to rest. Okay. So examples. So work, we can be insecure about our work. Maybe we're not happy in our career. Maybe we're not where we think we should be, or maybe you're where you think you should be, but you're confused and you feel like you don't belong there and you don't know what's going on. School, same thing. I definitely experienced that in dental school. I was, uh, I was so insecure. I was like, oh my God, I'm the only one that doesn't know what's going on. And that actually was not true. There were lots of people who didn't know what was going on. And I love a good ask for help. And that is a great way to skirt around that insecurity. You can be insecure and ask for help. I highly recommend that. Um, we can be insecure about our bodies, appearance in general, intelligence oh i had an ex who was very insecure about his intelligence and that was on him so sorry to him sorry to that man like kiki said we can be insecure about um our social skills and just socially in general we can be insecure about dating which also goes along with the social thing but i feel like if you're insecure about dating. You need to do some self-work before you think it's time to date, okay? Because Monday. Monday, come back over here. Okay, anyway. 
do some self-work before you go out into dating because don't place your insecurities and your issues on other people. That's not cool. I don't recommend it and I do not support it. And then the last thing, the last example that I have, if y'all have more examples, let me know. But I had money as the last one. We can be insecure about our finances. Maybe we are not secure in our knowledge of it. In that case, you definitely need to read some or talk to somebody who's knowledgeable and will teach you without making you feel like a dum-dum. So, okay, now let's get into my personal experiences with insecurity. And I think it's so funny because now... I am, I feel like the most me I've ever felt. I'm probably the most confident I've ever felt as well, which is really nice. And I'm grateful to be here, but I was not always here. So let's get into a couple of times when I didn't feel so hot. When I was a professional, I was a competitive gymnast for the bulk of my childhood. Yeah, the bulk of my childhood. Um, probably from when I was about three or four until I was 12, maybe 13. I think I was 12 though. I was so insecure about like, I was not very flexible and in gymnastics, it's very important to be very flexible, but you can't just be flexible. You need to be very strong at the same time. And I was strong. Okay. I still have my residual muscles. If y'all are watching on YouTube or watching on Spotify, then thank you for watching. But I just showed my little muscle and I just felt like I can't do these routines. I'm not built the way the rest of these girls are built. And it's like, it's harder for me. I'm not going to do well. And that really caused me to have a hard time with competitions. I had so much performance anxiety and that continued past gymnastics. But at that time, it was mostly about gymnastics. And I, I would really like, it's so nervous. And if you believe that you're going to mess up and that you're not good enough, then guess what? you're probably going to mess up and you're going to prove to yourself that you're not good enough. You know, whether believe it, whether you can or can't, whether you believe you can or can't, you're right. I love that quote. I don't know who said it, but whether you believe you can, whether you believe you can't, you are correct. So whatever you decide to believe about yourself, that's your answer. And when I was doing gymnastics, I was like, I I can't do this. Like this needs to, we need to do something about this because I can't keep doing this at competitions. I like to go to competitions and knock it out. I like to beat everybody else. So what I would do, I got on YouTube and I was like, or I got on Google. This was early internet. Maybe not early, but this was, we were not as sophisticated as we are now. And I got on the internet. I was like, how to perform better, like how to get over um, nerves in sports. And they were talking about guided meditations and all this stuff. And so I, like the little smart cookie I am, I get on YouTube, I'm like guided meditations for um, like performance or for sports. And so I got on and then the people would be there. They're like, okay, get in a comfortable spot. And they would walk you through these meditations that basically you're just envisioning yourself in in the situation, in the scary situation, and you don't envision yourself being shy and timid and not working out, like no, you envision yourself shoulders back, chest up, you are killing the game, you are imagining yourself sticking your routine, hitting every single one of your skills, and absolutely nailing it. Even imagine yourself on the first place podium. That was so powerful to me, and I was so young, I didn't even realize the power of my mind at that time, and also the power of that practice 
but it absolutely worked for me. And I continued doing that throughout um, my sports career. So gymnastics and volleyball and track as well. Like I would keep, I would sit there, I would lay in my bed and imagine myself just absolutely killing it, doing the very best I've ever done in my life and all that stuff. And honestly, it did work. Okay, I got some trophies, I got some gold medals, and it was just that positive reinforcement, like, oh, I'm trying this thing and it's working out, so I'm going to keep doing that. And that's a good way to instill confidence in yourself, like prove to yourself that you can do these things. And it only happens through practice. You're not going to nail it every single time, but you have the ability to do so. So just knowing that you're capable and proving to yourself time and time again that you can, such a great tool. And then another insecurity that I have currently had, always have had, but I am, I have great eyebrows. <laughs> I have great eyebrows, but if you know a girl with great eyebrows, just know that she's hairy. Like that is a hairy girl and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with being hairy, but media and all those things, media doesn't portray like hairy girls. We're supposed to be smooth skin. We're not supposed to have hair on our arms, under our armpits. Um, bikini area like you're not supposed to have that and so I always had like this this thing where I was like oh my god I can't I can't I can't so I try to shave and anywhere that I've ever tried to remove hair on my body I have scars so I was really insecure about like wearing low-cut pants or like crop tops and stuff because I don't want those scars to be seen and if I don't want scars to be seen then I'm not gonna shave but if I don't shave then I'm hairy you see what I'm saying and so I really was in my head very like middle school, high school, even college. Um, I was just like, nobody can see this. This is not for anybody else to see. Like I'm so insecure about it. If anybody sees, it's going to be the end of the world. And that could not be farther from the truth, of course, because we tell ourselves lies in our heads all day long. But I just had to get over it. And I know it's super stupid and it's like, that's not very helpful, Joy. But it is. You just have to decide that this is part of me. This is what I look like. And I'm going to wear the clothes that I want to wear. And I'm going to go to the places that I want to go. And I'm going to dress appropriately for it. So I'm all about dressing for the occasion. I'm not going to go to a music festival and wear like a turtleneck up to here and a dress down to my ankles. Like that doesn't work. It's not very comfortable and it's not very, I mean, it might be cute if I, you know, was giving none chic, but that's not usually what I'm going for. And it's usually hot too. So I literally just told myself, nobody cares, Joy. Nobody cares. This is all in your head and nobody is actually checking for that except for you. So put on the clothes you want to wear, put on the swimsuit you want to wear. Don't get a high-waisted swimsuit because it looks bad on you and just wear things that you know, make you feel comfortable and make you just wear what you want to wear. And if what you want to wear is covering up your whole entire body, then do that too. Like some people are just not there and will never be there. And what works best for them is cover it up. But for me, like that's not, that's not how I roll. You know, I'm a hot girl. I'm trying to wear what I want to wear and have my little ankles out, elbows out, stomach, belly button, all that good stuff. So... <laughs> I know I'm going on a rant, but this is all to say, you have to make a conscious decision to show up for yourself in a way that feels good. And for me, dressing 
in a certain way feels good to me. And I just can't stress that enough. Do what works for you. And if you feel like you are holding yourself back, then have that conversation with yourself. Okay, so let's look at a quote first and then we will get into our three steps and then our journal prompt from our self-care, our self-care journal. Um, the quote, I did not know who said this actually, but I looked it up online and it is Bernard Baruch. And he has a book called What Will Matter. And the quote is, y'all probably heard it before. Be who you are and say what you feel because those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. That's so good. And I love it. I made, so I have a friend from college and for his 21st birthday, was it 21? I think it was 21st. I wrote him all these little sticky notes. I have a thing about sticky notes, but I will put sticky notes on the wall. I don't do it anymore, but I used to a lot. But I wrote him 21 sticky notes and it all went in this little journal. And so he would have all these quotes, you know, for whenever he was not feeling, you know, top of the line, he wasn't feeling great about himself. I'm like, open this, read it and remind yourself that you are, you are it. You're already it. And that was one of the quotes. Those who mind don't matter and those who matter don't mind. And truer words could not be said. Because if your friends, if I show up and my friend's like, why are you wearing that crop top? Your stomach looks terrible. Oh my God. My friend would never tell me that. My friend would never tell me that. Anyone who is friends with me, they just wouldn't tell me that. And it's very simple because those who don't mind, like you show up, you look how you look. They say, hey girl, so good to see you again. That is, that should be the greeting that you get from your friends. And remember that because a lot of people, not a lot of people, but sometimes there are people in our lives that we think are our friends and guess what? They're not. So please evaluate and act accordingly. Thank you. Um, that is the quote. Now let's get into our three steps to overcoming insecurity. Three steps that we can do to put insecurity to rest. Number one, recognize that nobody, yeah, recognize that nobody cares. Maybe not even you. You might not even care that much. What you care about could just be the reactions of other people. And once you realize that part, like nothing matters. We're all just spinning on this rock in space and we're like not even the size of a grain of sand in the whole big scheme of the universe and the galaxy and all this stuff. So like, what are we even talking about? Nobody cares. Do you? Everybody's worried about themselves. I promise y'all like nobody's actually worried about you. So just do what feels good for you. Of course, be kind to people. Don't hurt anyone, but just do what works for you. Step two, stop pointing it out. Whatever insecurity you have, stop pointing it out because the more you bring light to it, the more attention you give to it, the more life it has. Because if I'm so worried about this birthmark on the left side of my face, and I pointed out to everybody, oh my God, my birthmark looks crazy. Like, I don't like the way it looks today. Nobody knows I have a birthmark. Like, <laughs> my own grandmothers, both of them, before they passed, they, two separate times in my life, they were like, what's that on your face? And these are not people who I haven't spent time with. These are people that have known me since I was literally born, before I was born. They didn't notice. 
this is not a thing. Like, I don't even pay attention to it. But if I just pointed it out all the time to myself, to everybody around me, now everyone's aware of this thing that I'm insecure about. Or I could just pretend like it doesn't exist. And if it doesn't exist in my mind, then it doesn't exist in real life. So there's that. And step three, affirm yourself instead. And when you affirm yourself, do not include the insecurity in it. Stop giving this thing power. Stop giving it energy, light, and life. Stop it. So when I look in the mirror, I go, oh my God, my eyebrows look great. Oh my God, um, my cheekbones look great today. Just say something kind about yourself, whether it's your intelligence, whether it's your outfit, whether it is how you treat people. Say something kind about yourself. Affirm yourself. And that way, we're not worried about the insecurities. We're talking about how great we are, right? Okay, so those are my three steps. I would recommend writing them down if you're really struggling or if you need a reminder. Maybe you don't need a reminder. Maybe you don't know you need a reminder. Write them down, okay? There's power in, in like physically having something that tells you how great you are. Um... Now, we are going to get into the self-care journal prompt. Let me show y'all the journal. Be right back. Here we are. This is the self-care journal. Thank you, Sydney Fucci. I'm so grateful. This is, this is really wonderful. And in it, there are these prompts. It's basically just an open thing. Like, it doesn't really tell you to do anything. It just has little prompts that you can ignore or, you know, use that to journal that day. And then at the bottom, it says mood and energy level. And you can just, you know... You can just make it happen if you want to and if you don't want to just jot something down draw a picture and then be done with it but the one the prompt in here that i found that applies to today's episode is it said list today's successes and this goes into affirming yourself we're not worried about the things that we're insecure about and that we don't love about ourselves or our personalities whatever it is we're not we're not worried about it right now we're worrying about today's successes and so for me i wrote down three things i love threes i don't know if y'all can tell but I said, I made my patients feel comfortable at work. I got gas before I was on E or in a time crunch. And I looked great in my jumpsuit today. Thank you, Thanks. And those are my three successes for the day. They can be so simple. They don't have to be deep. They can be deep if I want them to, if you want them to. It's whatever you like. And that's it. So that brings us to the end of this episode. This is where I remind y'all to go on Apple Podcasts and say something nice about this podcast. And if you're on Spotify, to rate it five stars only. I'm not accepting anything less than five stars. And if you have questions, comments, um, suggestions for future episodes, go ahead and if you know me, then send me a text. If you don't know me, then head over to my Instagram. It's D-R-J-O-I-O-U-S, Dr. Joyous on Instagram. And I would love to hear from y'all. So until next time, rest up. 